0: What up fam? I am Dr. De Luna, and you are listening to Drop It Like It's Doc Podcast. Today I have on Nalu, a phenomenal licensed acupuncturist, owner of Nalu Healing Arts. Today we talk all about acupuncture. We talk about the five elements. We talk about trauma, healing, and all the ways that acupuncture can fit into your journey. If you are new to acupuncture, if you've ever thought about it, or if you just wanna explore healing on a different level, this episode is for you. Plus we're both Leo, so it's extra fun. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous Nalu. Hi. Mm. (laughs) I am so happy that I am sitting across from you in your precious overalls (laughs) on our sexy Leo thrones. And I'm just so excited to have you on as a guest. Thank you for being here. Uh,
1: So excited to be here. When you asked me to be here, I was like
0: beaming out of my skin. Like, oh
1: my God, she loves me.
0: (laughs) Oh, I adore you. And for my viewers and listeners that may or may not know this, Nalu is a licensed acupuncturist. That's how we met. I was just, so many people would tell me to go see you. They just said, have you been to Nalu yet? Have you been to Nalu? Have you heard of Nalu? And I was like, no, I don't know. But usually when the universe whispers those things to you, it's for a reason. And right when I met you, I loved you. So really I'm going to start out by just love bombing you. So my queen, (laughs) <laughs> like okay, yeah. I yes. receive. received. I received. It's you. happening. Thank you. so. <laughs> you are just such a light. Your smile mm-hmm. is incredible. I feel like I have known you for lifetimes, even though we really haven't spent that much time together. And from the moment that I met you and from the moment that I walked into your beautiful healing center, Nalu Healing Arts, you just made me feel like I was a part of the family. You held me in such a beautiful way. You've been a huge part of my healing and grounding my nervous system and supporting my adrenals and also just allowing me to feel heard and safe because you are far more than an acupuncturist. You are a healer. And you cover, I think, in the first time that I even <laughs> described you, I'm like, I don't I don't even know what she does (laughs) I don't know what she does but between the sound healing and the card pulling and just your words and your reflections and your intuition you are a profound healer and I am so grateful to every little whisper that pushed me in your direction and I am again just so honored that you said yes to be here and am honored that you are a part of my community and thanks for taking care of me thank you so much for
1: all of that that was that felt really powerful and really good to hear thank you
0: You're welcome. I I could keep going, but I'll I'll just pause for now. It'll it'll continue onwards throughout this session. (laughs) And it's exciting for me because I get to learn about you as my listeners get to learn about you, because all that I know is your medicine and your personality and your energy, but I don't know anything about your story. So let's start there. (laughs) Tell me about how you ended up being this incredible business owner. That is a loaded question.
1: But first, I just want to like bring it back to you. And when you first came (laughs) in, see <laughs> when you first walked in i was like how do i know this woman and i was just like oh she seems so great you know very similar energy and my front desk girl was like oh my god you're here it's like she fangirled over you and i was like what did i miss who is this person who's on my table what's going on and like as soon as i start working on you i was like oh i feel you i feel you i know you i held you mm-hmm. and like i, I- Worked on you like twice, three times, and I watched you through a car accident on Instagram. And like, you had my heart in that moment too, because mm-hmm. I was in a rollover car accident, mm-hmm. which is part of why I became an acupuncturist as well. And oh. so, like, my healing process has kind of brought me to where I am. But like, when I saw that, it like struck me in a way that I was like, oh, "Give, give! Oh my gosh, she's alive! Are you okay?" Like, I, would, I needed to reach out to you, mm-hmm. and make sure you were good, and you were, and you are, and you're here, yeah. and I'm. Just, scared but i'm so happy you're here (laughs) thank
0: you and every little hello every little text every little message every little just reminder that i was loved by a community when i felt so alone was so important to me so thank you for being one of those people and we can get all in to that because i would love to talk about the impacts on the nervous system and all of it but you said that the car accident helped you right. end up here.
1: Right. Tell yeah. me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first time I ever got acupuncture, basically I became a massage therapist at the age of 21. That was kind of around the time, like, I was a little hippie, runaway, very, like, free-spirited. At the age of 19, I became a banker. Oh, and- <laughs> like trying to be a human I was like what do adults do I guess I should do this and so <laughs> I became a banker and within a year I was like promoted to underwriting and within a year I was ready to shoot myself and I like <laughs> by the age of 21 I was like okay I'm gonna be a flight attendant or a massage therapist found out flight attendants make nothing to start so mm. I was like okay I'll just could do massage whatever didn't think anything of it fell absolutely in love and obsessed with acupuncture or no with a massage and like the human body mm. anatomy physiology how it like our muscles hold memory and how like emotions can be released in massage and like the amount that i learned in just one year of school i was like i can heal myself i can heal my relationship with my father and this is me at 21 like yeah. <laughs> 20 years ago thinking mm-hmm. like i'm gonna heal the world like just so many big hopes and dreams and By the age of 23, I became a single mother. My baby was six months old. I was upside down, crazy anxiety. First time I ever received acupuncture, my friend was like, go do this. And I was like, sounds stupid, but whatever. And (laughs) I try anything. I was living on like coffee and cigarettes at the time. I was just like upside down. So I get acupuncture for the first time at a community acupuncture place and 10 bucks and I lay there with a few needles in and I felt this like this like whew, big like weight that was on me and shadow just kind of fly up above me, hovered for a bit, disappeared. And this is all like in a dream state because you go into that. I call it the trance. Mm. You go into this like this like trance and like really sweet space. And then I open my eyes. It's like two hours later. I was like, what just happened? I was driving home, and everything was so much more colorful, and I felt good and happy for the first time in a long, long time. And wow. I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna cry. I'm probably gonna cry.
0: <laughs> You're welcome to cry. Hey, thanks. Anytime.
1: <laughs> um, but it just like that changed my life. That very first moment changed my life. I felt amazing, and I signed up for once a week for eight weeks, and like completely healed all of the anxiety that I had all of the like mental blocks everything it just gave me that reset weekly that I needed to like keep moving on with life one foot in front of the other I'm gonna be an amazing mama I'm gonna be Mm. you know whatever and then um yeah, about a year later is when I signed up to get my prerequisites for acupuncture school. That's when I was like, going to school, I have something to live for, I have something to do, like have a vision, I have a purpose, and it just, like, I knew it. The day that I wanted to do it, I was like, boom, I'm doing it. And now, I mean, that was almost 20 years ago. And, like, I started acupuncture school in 2011, I finished 20, 2015, and now I have a business. Yes. It's 2023 <laughs> had a business for a few years but another big huge event happened when I was in a pretty bad car accident and in the hospital and felt like my body was wrecked and I was broken in my spirit all the things just felt really really horrible and like the amount of pain that I was in nothing was touching it and yeah. so um I got acupuncture for the pain that was the only thing that helped my headaches. It was the only thing that like got me out of bed every day was literally like, it was amazing. It was magic, but that and chiropractic and Mm -hmm. getting massage and getting like, they were three different people that I would see weekly to get healing for about six months, but just became more in love with acupuncture during that too. And, like, everything that I go through in life, no matter what, like, I know, like, when it's hard, I know that this is serving me because I have to go through this because I need to go through the shit. And then when I get out of it, then it shows up on my table. Mm. So somebody will come in, like, years later, someone was in an accident, like, they're on my table. I understand her. I understand your PTSD. I understand your physical pain. You know, whatever that is that they came away from it from like I get it I understand it if I've had other things happen in life like pretty big mental stuff like it shows up on my table regularly yeah. and I because I've gone through it and I've healed through it I know like what they're feeling and I'm
0: like yeah it's like alchemy
1: it is yeah
0: it's so hot in this room and you just gave me chills so- <laughs> you literally just gave me chills and I love how much acupuncture was a part of your story but also just being someone in a different arm of medicine that does happen i think that we all go through things and we think that well really depends your mindset right you can go into it with a victim mentality think why me why me but then as a healer or you know whatever word you want to use for what we do Mm -hmm. it's always a purpose and those moments where the universe shows you why are the sweetest little gifts. And I love that you have that. And you know, it's really ironic because I didn't even know that you got in a car accident. I had no idea when I started working with you that I was going to almost die in a car accident. And now look at this. Look at us. Look at us <laughs> growing together. Girl, you scared me. You scared me. Yeah, we are all a little scared, but you know, just fully dissociated for a while. So that's mm. fine. And I love that you said the trance mm. because I was, you know, I'm, I'm a fuck around and find out kind of girl. Mm -hmm. So I am open to all the things. And for me, I never really, I don't have physical pain. I'm very grateful. I've never really had physical pain, but I've got all sorts of other stuff that I work on, like mental, emotional stuff and hormone stuff and gut stuff. And it actually, I think the first time that I went in for acupuncture was in ocean beach. There was a community acupuncture place. I was just walking down the street and the universe works and whispers and pulls. And I was just walking by. It was after I, was, I wasn't divorced yet. I was going through something really traumatic with my partner at the time. I was so mad. As a Leo, I'm really good at being mad. Mm-hmm. I was fucking furious and I couldn't really it was like a different way of dissociating because it wasn't from pain or trauma. It was trauma, but it was different. And I was so mad. I was late on my period. All these things. I go in, I lay down on the table, I cried, and within maybe 10 minutes of having the needles in me, I started gushing blood from my <laughs> on body. The table. Yeah. Awesome. It just moved the energy. I mean, the acupuncturist <laughs> didn't care. He's like, This is why you are here. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's incredible how it can drop you in mm. to levels that maybe you have hidden and shifts energy so quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's funny how you say like you had menstrual stuff while you were angry. Yeah. Tell and me. It, depending on how long you were angry to how pent up it is. I'm so, still angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should get acupuncture. I do. <laughs> That's cute. I'm um, basically anger is there's different organ systems in the body. Acupuncture, Chinese medicine is all in the organ system. And so anger is like in the liver, the liver holds anger. And so the liver is what moves blood throughout the body. So when we feel angry and like pent up and very like like irritable frustrated all of that like if you course the liver if you calm it down smooth it then the blood will flow smoothly mm. but if you have this like uh, like the emotion itself can cause the period to like skip complete month or like week later or whatever or have crazy cramps like all the things you know breast tenderness these are all liver cheese stagnation is what we call it mm. so course the liver soften it smooth it you can drink some dandelion tea dandelions amazing for like calming the liver, mm-hmm. but not necessarily anger, just like courses liver. So, like moving, that's why exercise makes you feel better when you're angry, right? Mm. Like, if you chop if you feel some that wood, right. <laughs> yeah, is that a well, thing? And that's funny you say that because wood is the element <laughs> of liver with anger. Like, there's fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. Someone and has said this to me before
0: is... you should chop wood. That's, that's why. why, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I was like, why'd you say that? Wow,
0: like... give me a hatchet, something sharp get it It'll break some shit. Oh, yeah, get
1: weird with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It is so interesting that, mm. you know, the different parts of our body hold different aspects of ourselves. And I, of course, have a very different lens of Medicine, and I understand, you know, the liver is where we biotransform things, and it's how we detox, and it's how we clear, and it's how we metabolize hormones. But then hearing it from your lens as well, you know, that's all in the blood, and if your blood is stuck, and that energy isn't moving because you're not releasing the emotion, how can you expect that change to happen in your body? And of course, I know nothing about what you know, which is also why I'm so happy that you are here, and I would love to go through some of the organs and what their typical emotions are.
1: Yeah, totally. So, um, fire earth metal water and wood wood being the liver and gallbladder and like anger right so fire would be the heart and small intestine so heart is um fiery like it's joy it can be like when it's out of balance you could be like overjoy like manic someone's manic depressive or bipolar when you're manic that can be like a heart pathology or like insomnia um heart palpitations there are a few things that will show up like in you that if you have like an imbalance but it can be also the opposite of joy like melancholy or sadness Mm. a deep depression if you have like a deficiency in the heart so there's a heart fire which is like way too much you know or like laughing during funeral like weird inappropriate places (laughs) to laugh like (laughs) i Oh, God. Well, I'm also a fire element, yeah. so I get, like, super fire. We're, like, really steaming up this room right now. We're, like, so hot. <laughs> But it's also just that, but we are also pretty fiery together. And so like that energy is meant to be like, like brighten up a room. You walk in, everybody's kind of like drawn to it. Like it's a beautiful energy, but when it's out of balance, it can be like the anger that comes from heart fire Mm -hmm. can be like almost murder, you know? Like, yeah, I do.
0: I do know that. (laughs) Not Lou.
1: (laughs) And so everybody like in the five elements of fire, earth, metal, water, and wood, um, you can get diagnosed as like, your constitution is gonna be more like fire. You know, I am I walk in the room and I'm very fiery. I'm also very earth, which mm-hmm. is earth constitution is like the stomach and spleen. So when that's out of balance, you can get like bloating, you can get like stomach fire, it can be like ulcers, it can be like out of balance in a way, or like the spleen is that like the gut stuff that you know so much about, and I wanna like rack your brain. I think it's sure. a wonderful and amazing, In Chinese medicine, I think that's the hardest one to treat. Mm is um stomach stuff and like gut issues because there's so much to like so many different pathologies that can show up Mm -hmm. and so stomach and spleen so spleen is worry overthinking pensiveness um that's like the freshman 15 yes. when you're like when you're thinking so much and you're studying so much and you're using your brain a lot and you gain weight mm-hmm. that's the spleen being like deficient and injured and not oh. like digesting very well so because you're using your mind energy so much the intellect that it throws stuff out of balance so like getting out of your head is really really good for like losing weight when people get obsessive about trying to lose weight it can like you gotta like clear the mind before you can clear the body Wow. this
0: this is yeah. so interesting for so many reasons and we're going to continue on and go through all the systems mm-hmm. and whatnot but when i was in medical school i was maybe year two and you know you went through a oh program it's ridiculous and you were a mom during it which is just mm. mind blowing to me that you are here um <laughs> thank you for your service you're welcome but i was i'm a very type a perfectionist mm. i wanted to be a good doctor Wanted to learn everything well. And I would think nonstop. And I am grateful that my yoga practice really saved my life during medical school, but in meditation, oftentimes, and I don't know if you do this, but I'll be meditating. And sometimes my hands just like walk on my body and I'm like, where are you going? Where are you going? And it would go under my ribs on the left side and go in there. And it felt sour. And I would always say that it felt like someone poured battery acid underneath the left side of my rib cage. And my brother was dating a chick in acupuncture school at the time. She goes, it's your spleen. And I would bring it up all the time. I think something's going on with my spleen. And from, you know, conventional medicine world, you know, you think about blood. It stores blood and recycles red blood cells, but also it's where mono can live. Mono loves the spleen. So I remember thinking, do I have mono? Like, what's going on? And then she did a little work on me. She gave me a little blend with, it was sweet. It mm-hmm. was sweet herbal mm-hmm. blend and it, it shifted it, and I haven't felt that since. Awesome. Yeah. And this is your
1: second year of school. Mm-hmm. So that like that time where you're just like burnt out. The mm-hmm. spleen is like so done. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, it's called Gui Pitong. Mm. Probably the answer she gave you. It's like kind of cinnamony and sweet and yummy. Yes. It was mm-hmm.
0: delicious. It was in these mm-hmm. little powdered packages.
1: Okay, and you pour it into hot water and drink it like a tea. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. Me too. I love that you have some experience with acupuncture and you just had no clue what it was doing. Exactly. I like the hands moving. I don't, I don't really do that during meditation, but it yeah. happens when I'm in the trance. Yeah. When I'm laying there, if I'm face up, my hand will be like... <laughs> And I'm like, ah, because if you ever move <laughs> when you've got needles in you, ah. it's just like this, this very dull, achy, chi sensation where it's like, I don't want to move. But if you move, it's just sen- like sensation and it's helping it out actually. But yeah, you don't really want to move. No, no, I try <laughs> no. not to move. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. What's next?
1: Um, so I did fire and earth metal is... Um, The color of white. I'm like drawing a blank. The lung. The lung. The lung. Yeah. Oh, the beautiful lung. I work so much. So the heart is encased in the lung, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think the two of them are so, like, when you feel sorrow in your heart, when you're, like, if you're depressed with, like, the heart symptoms, that can. So the lung is grief. Just to backtrack a little bit. Lung holds grief. And a cute little saying that I found from one of my mentors back when I was a student talked about how, like, When the heart breaks, it breaks, like when you're grieving, it Mm -hmm. breaks wide open and just fills the entire rib cage. And that's why the lungs hold grief. Mm -hmm. And you'll know this, you'll see it in like old couples that have been together for 50, 80, whatever million years. And then one of them passes away. The next one like grieves so strongly and they get pneumonia. pass away and so it's just like how much grief can affect the lungs you'll see it like shortness of breath or like hard to catch your breath like when you're when you're heartbroken it's just like that's grief and Mm. is held in the lung and that's metal element which is like a type a personality so like structure and then getting making sure like everything has to be planned out perfectly um i have no metal in my chart (laughs)
0: So hard for me. (laughs) And we say chart, is it like a birth chart? Like, what is this chart?
1: So, there is a birth chart. So, basically, Chinese medicine, there's like the 12 year cycle. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm the year of the dog, 1982. And do you know your years?
0: I'm 91. I don't know what animal it is. Oh, you
1: don't know. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to get on the internet.
0: yeah We'll Google it. (laughs) Yeah, but um, it's probably like a goat. When I was,
1: I feel like it's a goat. I hope it is. I hope it
0: is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope you called this one. Me too. Um, I had a professor who it's all in Chinese character. The website, so I cannot go to it and read anything on it. (laughs) But he put like my whole birthday and like where I was born and like the time and all of that. And there's like this much yin, this much yang, Mm. this much fire, earth, metal, water, and what. And so there is like a birth chart issue, like, yeah, but I've never been able to find it in American (laughs) language or in whatever language other than Chinese character. It's yeah, it's like impossible for me to read. But in other like the five element, like we look at like the color of your skin, like. Like, mine gets, like, a red kind of, like, redness sometimes on my face. Or, like, you can see some blue, which will be for, like, more wood. Mm. People will have a little bit of blue-green. Red would be fire. There's also, like, like the sounds that you, like, the way that your breath is. There's so many ways to, like, diagnose somebody as in, like, oh, you're a wood, you're a fire, you're earth. But, like, the shape of their body, it's, um, yeah, it's fun. It's it like, is. It's like a personality test, but yeah. not really. It's kind mm-hmm. of like Ayurveda, but different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very similar. Ayurveda and Chinese medicine are super similar. Mm -hmm. And Chinese medicine is very similar to, like it's been around for thousands of years, but you can see it in all of nature. And you see it in all, like naturopathic. You see it in Ayurvedic. You see it in Western medicine. You see it everywhere. And it's just like the yin and yang of like a little bit of light in the dark, a little bit of dark in the light. And that's in everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like this right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, fire, earth, metal, water is kidney. Makes sense. Kidney holds, uh, fear, Mm. fright, PTSD, um... Stuff that I was, like, worried about your kidneys after your car accident, right? And so if you think about it, the kidneys down here, um, the adrenals sit right on top of the kidney. And so when you have a moment, like, somebody jumps out at you and you're just, ah! (laughs) you get that, like, ah! (laughs) you, like, feel that, like, rush of whatever. Sometimes it feels like spikies inside of Mm -hmm. me when I get that. If I slam on my brakes while I'm driving, I think because I have PTSD from, like, 13 years ago and being in my accident. Whenever I have to slam on my brakes, all of my skin feels like needles everywhere Mm -hmm. I don't know why it does that I have a similar thing now do you yeah (laughs) it's fun we are sisters yeah we are (laughs) (laughs) but that's why the kidneys hold PTSD and hold Mm. fright and fear because the adrenals right there being the fight or flight and pumping that like big like save you make sure you like you stay alive and get you going through the hard times that fight or flight then it just like, it'll go throughout the whole body, but that's the, like Mecca. That's like where it was formed. Mm-hmm. So kidney is fear, water, <clears throat> which is all the waterways throughout the body. is liver? Coming back to the liver. Coming back to the liver. Mm -hmm. That one's also very structured and rigid. Mm -hmm. So when, other than like menstrual stuff, you'll notice it easily, it's it's easy to diagnose in women, like how Mm -hmm. their blood is by asking them questions about their period. Yeah. But when, like for male and female, you can know more about like how much body pain do you have? How are your tendons and ligaments? Because if the blood is flowing smoothly because the liver is softened, then you can like basically see it in like rigid like joints and all the like tendons ligaments you tend to like tear easily or get sore really easily and you you know that could also be like a kidney thing you're not getting enough hydration but we yeah. think about the liver not like moving the blood like it should
0: interesting my mind when you talk about your lens just makes me think of so many things in my world and <laughs> and something that i see a lot of in my practice is weak tendons and ligaments secondary to toxic exposure specifically glyphosate because it can get into your joints and that's interesting because the liver is obviously what is detoxing all of that stuff out and it's a very different mechanism of course that can happen you know in that in that element without having a toxic exposure like that but that's Mm -hmm. automatically where my head went so that's just interesting and Mm -hmm. i love when these dots connect and i love how how acupuncture does not separate the physical from the emotional to the mental it's all intertwined and Mm -hmm. that's why it's so powerful because for some people they don't feel safe enough to get to that level of emotion but when you have those needles in you and when you enter (laughs) whatever portal that is (laughs) it rises up to the surface and something that's happened with me a lot on your table and on other tables is that I'll get really anxious sometimes. So let's talk about that a little bit because needles are scary Mm -hmm. for some people. Mm -hmm. I love needles. I'm tattooed. I love piercings. I've pierced my ears. I've pierced other people's (laughs) bodies. Like needles and blood don't bother me. But for some reason, every time, and I trust you deeply, it never hurts. But for some reason, every time I know it's time, my nervous system goes, okay, get ready. You're about to get stuck with needles. Mm. And then I just feel a little crazy. It's (laughs) a
1: little crazy before the dinos go in or once they start going in, the body's having a reaction. Like I know
0: it's coming. So my body, Mm -hmm. like I'm relaxed laying on the table, but then once, you know, you get your little package out. I'm like, here we go. The face doesn't bother me. Mm. It's mainly the legs and the feet. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It gets me. Okay. Gets me good.
1: So everybody has like weirdness about different parts of the body and that's totally normal. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of want to dive in like why your legs please dive in why you were earlier when we were going IG live you were just like hello talk to my legs legs. I was like she loves her legs so why (laughs) maybe you're more protective of your legs I don't know I don't know represent like moving forward and and like working through things and so um (laughs) like (laughs) Um, that's very common. Super, yeah. super common. Many people have fear of needle, but to like keep coming back for more, like I commend you. Wonderful. Thank you so much for still doing the work. The coolest part about what I do is that the people who come to me really want to do the work. Yeah. Like nobody shows on my table because they're like, ah, maybe I'll just try it. Like they know that it's gonna be a whole journey. Mm-hmm. Um but there is that like fight or flight that shows up while you're laying on the table. And the thing is muscle holds memory. Mm -hmm. When things start to move, emotions can get unlocked and they're like, oh, I can be free. I was just sitting here and I was stuck and I wasn't moving. And I was like, you know, trying to get her attention but you see me and you get me. And so it's like, yay. And so the emotion, I want to talk more about the gut with you because that's like so exciting for me. But like the emotion will start down, like say this midline right here. This Mm -hmm. is a pathway for an emotion to come up and to get out of the body, teach its lesson and leave. So it will start deep in the gut. And when it starts to come up, it gets activated. It's like, okay, all right. But then when we feel it in the heart center and we start to really feel that uncomfortable emotion, our nervous system Bless its heart, wants to protect us, and it'll put a lid on it Mm right here. So it'll start to come up and it'll be like, uh," yeah. And we can either like stop it and it'll like stay right here or settle back down into the body, or it can like come up, voice itself, go through the brain, teach us our lesson, and then continue to flow. Mm. So when you're laying there and you start to get anxious, if you tend towards anxiety, like, in and every day or every other day or once a week or whatever. Whenever you get anxiety, if you tend towards anxiety, that emotion to come up on the table is so needed. And just accept it and be like, okay, I'm going to sit with this anxiety as much as I hate it and I try to do things to get rid of it all the time. Naturally allow yourself to sit with it because it's the only way it's going to pass. If you say yes to it, it'll be like, oh thank you. And then it can leave. If you say no to it, it's like a kid that's going to go pout in the corner and like, fine I'll just sit here and make your life miserable, you little jerk like <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you and then you just feel anxiety all the time so if you really want to like not live with anxiety you have to like sit with it and the yeah. Chinese medicine is like root cause like I'm getting to the root of stuff so I may mm-hmm. be working on stuff that may not have anything to do with your anxiety but because the anxiety is being triggered and coming up that's you know it's gonna it's going to have a pathway to come through. But I know you and I do work on your anxiety when you come in.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for me, and just for the listeners that don't know, yes, the emotions come up, but they are released and you leave feeling incredible. You mm. feel like you just went to the spa. You <laughs> you feel high. You're glowing. The world, like you said, it looks brighter. Mm-hmm. It's a very different... Feeling from before to after, even if in those moments of discomfort, you don't want to be there. And you're like, why did I pay someone (laughs) to put needles in me? I don't understand. (laughs) You take a couple open mouth exhales, let yourself cry or laugh or scream, whatever it is. And then you float out of your body Mm -hmm. in the best possible way, land back into it, reborn. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of times
1: it'll just be an emotional release in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like I'll see it. If you're not voicing it, your body <laughs> will start to sweat a little bit. Yeah. You'll get clammy hands and feet. You'll get like, I'm watching your nervous system like happen. And I'm like, gosh, oh, I have a couple more needles. I got to put in, get it real quick. So yeah. I can finish up the protocol and then I let you rest. And when you're resting, you're going to be like, the emotions will come, but if I play those bowls, and we'll get into all that later, but like if I, you know, or you just sitting there by yourself, if I leave the room, whatever it is that we do after that, like you're resting mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time with these needles in. They're doing their work, they're doing so much while you just lay there. Yeah. And so that's the beauty of it. Like it gets to move through you. It gets to pass. You get to feel wonderful afterwards. You kind of feel high. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you do. She just. Some people ask me, like, what do you put in your needle?
0: Yeah, all like, sorts nothing. of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I <laughs> dip it in weird shit. Yeah, you never <laughs> know. So. I'm just assuming that people that are going to be listening to this may have never tried acupuncture before. They don't even know fully what it involves. So yes, you're putting needles into very specific Mm. points on the body. How do you choose these points? So I do a full
1: intake. I like to hear what your chief complaint is. Mm -hmm. Like, What are you coming in today? It's anxiety or my neck hurts. Cool. Okay. Let's get a couple more questions in. I'm going to ask you about your cycle. I'm going to ask you about your poop. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you about your digestion. I'm going to ask you about your mental health. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I will know when someone's lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. But I also like, I don't bring it up. I just let them like share <laughs> what they want to share. And I'm like, how are your stress levels? That's the easiest question. Like if it's a first time patient, how are your stress levels? And sometimes people are like, They start to twitch. Fine. Okay. (laughs) But then, you know, I kind of already have an idea with body language and like seeing their, their like interaction. A good amount of people are going to be like everything out on the table. Wonderful. The more information I know from you. Wonderful. Otherwise I could just feel your pulse and look at your tongue and still go from there and do like a wonderful treatment for you specifically. But job like what was your question just how you choose the (laughs) points right how would i choose my points so i would ask your chief complaint that's Mm -hmm. the main thing we would work on because i want you to leave feeling that complaint resolved or like on a path of being resolved and then i also see like what is your like underlying symptoms? What is the root of this? I ask all these questions to kind of figure out like it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. You could come in one week and come in three weeks later and have the same representation and it could be a completely different. I mean, very similar, maybe, but like it could be a completely different treatment because I'm looking at like where you are in this moment in front of me, how your symptoms are our symptoms are presenting themselves and at where is the root? So we're always working on the root. But mm any symptoms that we can like get out of the way from the root is going to help you're like helping like trim the tree a little bit and like fixing the like the dead ones so that the root can get stronger
0: yeah i love that visualization and i'm sure for mm-hmm. you similar to the work that i do it's there's layers right so you could think that something's the root and it might be in that moment but then once that layer dissolves you see something underneath and you keep going yeah. keep going keep going keep going yeah. and if you go to a doctor or an acupuncturist or a chiropractor or a naturopath or any practitioner and they do the same thing to you every time and if nothing's shifting, they're not actually treating you in that moment. So I love that every time is different. Even if you are working on similar patterns or presentations, you are always giving the body what it needs. And also you listen to the feedback because you've put needles in me before and I've been like, that one felt weird. You're like, okay, do like, do we shift it? You know, it's not, yeah. there's a lot of freedom to meet the body where it is.
1: Mm-hmm. 100% I want you to be unco- uncomfortable. I want you to be
0: uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the goal of my subconsciousness. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: want you to be comfortable. That's what I tell people.
0: No, I'm just kidding. Fucking uh,
1: love let's you. Let's make it weird.
0: Yeah, always. That's why you are here. So we can make it weird.
1: I love you. I love you. Um yeah, there's like so okay, here's the brain. Yeah. Here's the brain stem, mm. right? Down the spine. All of the nerves separate from the stem and go throughout your entire body. So everything that your brain does, every single thing, hormones, cycle, your digestion, your stress levels, everything is just stored up in here and it tells, all these little things tell like, like say I put a needle here on my foot, is going back up to the spine, going back up to the brain, telling my brain to do something. It's going back down to the air. and as it's doing that, that blood flow and that system, mm. that nerve that's giving this message, is clearing out a space. Like going like, shh, mayday, mayday. There's an intruder. Like there's a, there's a fucking needle in my foot. Like get it out. And so the, the body <laughs> can I cuss? Is this of okay? course okay. you can fucking cuss. <laughs> Fuck yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> So it sends like a message down to the foot and clears out a channel. If there's a block somewhere, it's going to clear it out and it may take some time. There may be like a solid, solid block in there, depending how many years this has been going on, or is it a new and acute something can be easy to fix. It might be hard, but like the way I figure out the points is like, what channel On the body is it? What organ system is affected? How, like, is it presenting in their body? And what is the history? And, like, there's so much to it. It's a jigsaw puzzle. Mm -hmm. And the body is a map. And it's all literally connected to, like, the nervous system. So nervous system, everything, it's, like... You're going to feel nervy stuff when you get needles stuck inside of you. You're not going to feel like pain necessarily. You'll feel like a dull, achy, kind of like, you know, my shoulder hurts. I'm going to get in here and massage and be like, oh yeah, that hurts good. Mm-hmm. Like that's the spot. It's going to feel like that. You want it to feel like, yes, that's the spot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that feeling. I'm
0: like, just stick a needle in there. I know. That's my answer to everything.
1: Oh, I should stick a needle in yeah, it. just put a
0: needle in it. <laughs> See what happens. I don't know. I think in a previous life, if I would have gotten acupuncture... I would have had a full blown panic attack to be completely honest. (laughs) I think I would have, because Mm -hmm. like you said earlier, when you're speaking to moving, when your hands, when you're in that, you know, portal and Mm seeing where they're going, you have to be still because there's needles in you. You Mm -hmm. have to feel, you have to rest, you have to receive. And, I'm the girl that like, if we go to the beach, I can lay down and I will not move if the sun is on me, but some people can't do that. And they pace the whole time or, you know, they distract yeah. themselves and then you are forced to lay down on a table and you, you're you not moving. I mean, you can, I'm sure I wonder if you have many stories of people like jumping off the table and being oh like, Nalu, God. help me. I have some, it's horrible. Oh, I can't wait. We'll go into <laughs> those next, but. Even just as a yoga teacher, how many people can't sit with their bodies in yin, how hard that is. So it forces you to almost override with your frontal lobe all of the patterns that we have of trauma, of our habits, of the way that we distract ourselves from feeling. You have to override that because if not, you will suffer more. Mm -hmm. And that's a fun just practice in general, honestly. I mean, learning to sit
1: still, like they're trying to teach children at a young age. It's impossible for them. It's yeah. a learned behavior. It's mm-hmm. something that you have to grow into. And then like, you know, some people get too good at it. Like, <laughs> I think you are very fit, very like healthy. I am too. And I can drop in immediately. As soon as I'm on the table, it's like, pfft, you night. can like move my arm, move whatever. And I'm just like, I'm a rag doll. But some people I'll move their arm and they'll stay. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty so Yeah. Like, All right go ahead and relax. They're like, I'm relaxed. Are you? (laughs) But some people don't necessarily know how to turn off their nervous system or Mm -hmm. how to turn off their mind or how to turn off parts of their body. We have holding patterns in our body. One shoulder might be higher than the other and we don't recognize it unless we look at ourselves in a mirror and be like, oh, that's weird. But even people looking at themselves in the mirror don't notice, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not looking at that. We're not looking at ourselves in like an anatomical position. We're looking at ourselves and like, okay, is this okay? I'm representable. Okay. Bye. Yeah. And like just sitting with anything long enough to really like shut down is so hard for humanity. Mm -hmm. And it is literally where the magic is. It is like, I like to call it like turning off the computer for a little while. (laughs) And then when you plug it back in or like turn it back on, everything tends to like work more properly and seems to like be more smooth and flow. Like you can do that with acupuncture, but also with meditation, also with yin, also with lying in shavasana, with laying in the sun at the beach, connecting to nature. You can really tap into that space at any moment and just like, okay, I'm going to sit and I'm going to turn off And then you come back to you and whatever is like that you're doing and you should be like, okay, I'm more clear Mm -hmm. and you can go forward. Like I give myself time out all the time. Yeah. Time out. I have children. I love it. (laughs) And I
0: have never put them in time out. I don't know why I said Yeah. They've never been in time out. I mean, they're good kids. They are good kids. I mean, I don't know them, but I know they're good kids because you're their mom. You're welcome. (laughs) Hmm. And in you saying that, it just reminds me of how in yoga, how uncomfortable it can be to drop so deeply into your body that you find parts of yourself that you've hidden, whether it was a physical feeling or an emotional tendency or a memory. Mm-hmm. and how much people hate that mm-hmm. and I watch them resist and and it's really common in something like Yin, but it can happen in hatha it can happen in Nyasa, it can happen in I'm sure any movement practice mm-hmm. but in acupuncture it's just a different window into that ability to bring them to the surface but because we have to feel
1: thing. it's moving yeah So I'm moving the blood, you know, when you exercise, it's moving the blood when you're slowly like when you're sitting into something and someone's like dropping knowledge, which I'm sure you do. I'm sure you're just like at the beautiful music and you're just saying things all whisper, but it's all loud. (laughs) And they're like uh, sweating and about to have an emotion. That's the nervous system's reaction of just like protect, protect. Oh, no, it's about to be uncomfortable. But really, if we can look at our emotions that like. That's just my reptilian brain trying to protect (laughs) me and give it some love, tell it thank you and make it like go to the backseat because you are okay and you're going to be okay and you are divinely protected and you're sitting in Ashley's class and she's teaching (laughs) you things and you're, you're going to cry and maybe you don't want to. So what? Let yourself cry or let yourself feel that's like, why is it so hard? Like it's, it is like, it's painful or it can mm-hmm. be like you're afraid if it starts it's never gonna stop or like you know yeah i don't know it I, is yeah i'm the same way i coach people through shit all the time i literally am like feel everything all the time you're in a safe space and i just i people cry all day every day on my table and i yes. love it and sometimes i cry with them yeah. like this is so powerful and then when it's me though no fuck that I'm like mm. yeah
0: yeah <sighs> I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I'm perfect. But you also have to feel safe enough with a practitioner to get Mm. to that space. And I will commend you on that, that you just create that safety and that love. And you really do treat, I mean, I only know from my experience as your patient, but you do treat me like I am your family. Like I am your Mm. sister. Like I've known you for my entire life, but Mm. I have worked with acupuncturists before that did not make me feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I had actually an interaction with an acupuncturist who was releasing a ligament in my pelvis and used the word frisky. And my whole body shut down because I also have trauma with men and I've never gone back there. It was a male. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just, that could be across any profession. It could be your massage therapist, it could be anyone, but you will not be able to feel if your nervous system is then putting up all its walls to protect you. So that's just something that I wanted to touch on that. If the listeners are working with someone that they don't feel safe, you're not going to be able to get to that depth. And any doctor, any practitioner is someone that can be hired or fired and you should interview them and Mm -hmm. you can try them out. And if they don't work for you, great. They work for someone else. You're not going to hurt their feelings. Just move on right yeah Uh,
1: it's such an inappropriate space to be like someone's in your pelvis and using a word that is not intended to make you comfortable frisky what what did he think was going to come out of that
0: (laughs) I don't know. And he smirked too, and oh, I wanted to so kick him in the head, but I didn't. With you. Yeah, so
1: unprofessional. So unprofessional. And it crosses all of the boundaries of like we take a Hippocratic oath. Yeah, we've we do. done the same. You know, mm-hmm. like we are creating a safe space for everybody who is on our table. We are making sure that like it's not the practitioner's treatment; it's your treatment.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've oh, also gone to practitioners so that will just like unload their shit on me while I'm on their table, just because I love to talk. That's also something. Fire your practitioner if that's the case.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought you were talking about the fire element. I was like, yeah, fire elements do that.
0: Yeah, I I mean,
1: (laughs) ooh, why don't you diagnose me on this? What do you think I am? I think you're a mix of a fire and wood. Mm -hmm. Tell me why. Wood would be like that—that anger, like which you may or may not still have, but like, oh, she's in there. Wood is like you know, um, that rigid and like that very structured and like making sure that like things are, um when things are not moving properly, you can get like, bah, you get that mm-hmm. like build up to where you burst type of Correct. thing. That yes. can be, that can be a wood pathology stuff. It's also really good for helping like build stuff mm-hmm. and building your space that you've created here. This room is fucking gorgeous. It's <gasps> so cute. I love sitting here. I love sitting in here too. <laughs> I didn't even know what color these chairs were and I'm so happy I matched <sighs> them in a weird way. Alignment. Mm. But um, And then fire being that like joy and that light and that brightness and that excitement and like able to articulate things in a very fast and exciting way and like drawing the attention of like the the viewers that want to hear like this is knowledge that you have in your brain that you worked very, very hard, like blood, sweat and tears to get all these encyclopedias in your brain so that you could share it with the masses like that's a very like wood and fire thing to do, you know, and you use it for good. And some people don't use it for good, but like, this is
0: what I feel from you. Oh, thank it's you. Beautiful. I appreciate that. And that same light that you just expressed, yeah. you very clearly <laughs> emanate that you cannot look at your smile and smile when you are in a room. It's impossible. Thanks. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> mm. So what are you, some of your favorite things to work on if you could just pick? right the things
1: that I healed from the best Mm -hmm. like when I first got acupuncture for anxiety and emotional stuff so I love mental health I love like my undergrad was all in mental health stuff Mm -hmm. and so for me like I love like that's the coolest jigsaw puzzle for me because two people can be in the same room and watch the same traumatic thing happen in front of them or something to them and they would both have very different reactions one would freeze And not do anything, the other one would flip out and leave and, you know, like fight back or whatever. Like, there's, there's, everybody has different reactions in their nervous systems and how we were like born into who we are, but also how we were raised, how we were like trained. Our nervous system gets trained on like how to react to stressors at a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. And so, inner child work is like a lot of work that people are doing now, but which I'm not like super come to me for inner child work but definitely like mental health Mm. mental emotional health and so that is one but then the other one physical pain because I've been in excruciating physical pain before and I get it and I know it so well and I got to train underneath the man who wrote the orthopedic acupuncture book Mm. Matt Callison he is freaking phenomenal he has these you know, this thick of books are huge and they're just insane. And I like, so I got to follow him for a year, intern at UCSD in La Jolla and work on all the, um, the athletes there. And they would come in with like torn knees and crazy shoulders and like they're 20 or they're 19 and they're, they're just messed up. And so I got to like stick needles in weird ways and watch the muscles jump and move around and like do moxa and like the cupping was like, I got to, I fell in love with orthopedic during that time. And healing like pain when someone walks out like pain free or when they walk out fifty percent better. At least I helped, that feels really good. So my stuff that I like do, because these two are my favorite and they specialize in them. I mix them together mm-hmm. because there's no amount of physical pain that is not affecting your mental health. Yeah. Like if have you ever broken anything or like been hurt in any way that we're just like, Well now I can't do this or da 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 and then like the longer you're sedentary, the more your mental health is affected. Yeah. And so working on the two finding parts of the body that like, oh, my neck hurts. Like, what are you holding in your neck? And the more I feel the neck, the neck, like the <laughs> neck itself, like you have necks.
0: No, right? I'm laughing because the first time you touched my neck, you're like, how are you with control? And I was like, <laughs> fucking terrible, babe. Like so bad. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I know. And then I explained
1: to you about the neck, right? Yeah. So the neck so I represents rigidity yes. and rigid is more of like a liver, like a liver would pathology will mm-hmm. show up with rigidity. Rigidity. And so the neck being tight or sore or anything, like if you're rigid, you're basically like control issue or Correct. control imbalance. And so yeah. if something's out of control in your life, the pendulum swings and then you grip onto whatever you can control. And so when you grip onto the things you can control, that's that like not understanding that you're being too rigid. And mm-hmm. so what is out of my control? How can I let this go? What am I gripping onto tight? How can I flow a little bit easier? And like that shows up in the neck. Mm -hmm. Both sides of the body, there's like the right side of the body is masculine, left is feminine. And so if I see rigidity on your right side, I'm wondering like, oh control issues with men. Like (laughs) and I just, you know, wonder and I I feel and I sense it in your body. And then usually like you'll be yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: It's interesting just to watch the layers. I kind of think of it as energy condensing. It's, you know, what's in the collective, then what's in your emotional and all of it. And it can settle in the physical. So just what layer you're working on and just Mm -hmm. to even touch on the pain, conventional medicine has failed to help anyone with pain. You're just given a highly addictive substance that tricks your brain into making a chemical to numb it, but it's not treating the root. And oftentimes things that are painful, we hide. We push Mm -hmm. them deeper. We don't want to see them. They're usually associated with trauma, whether that's physical, emotional, mental, whatever. And acupuncture is forcing you to see it. But also what I love about it is that Joints don't really have that much blood flow. They're encapsulated, Mm -hmm. they're hidden. But if you stick a needle in there, your nervous system is going to see it. And your nervous system is going to send an army to it in a way that it wouldn't have otherwise, which is why, you know, in kind of my arm of medicine, people do a lot of PRP and prolotherapy. It's similar, but you can get very similar shifts Mm -hmm. with acupuncture. And I have a lot of humans in my community that they say that acupuncture saved their life as far as pain goes. And that's just something that I'm just so grateful for because so many humans in my life, you know, couldn't show up because of the pain and if it wasn't for acupuncture i don't know where they'd be
1: that's awesome i know western medicine i mean they do good with emergency and they do good with like a ton of things but like with pain here's pills or a referral to physical therapist which physical therapy wonderful too but that's not for everybody yeah and so like Usually, it's pills and physical therapy, and they just refer them out and push them away and get the next person in. And like, it's hard because people tend to come to acupuncture as last resort. Mm -hmm. And so, like, people don't choose. They, I'm gonna stick needles in my body, and like, you know, they don't decide to go there first. (laughs) It's it's usually years after, like, okay, last resort before surgery. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, ah, if we had gotten to you a little sooner. And sometimes you can help and like make it so that they don't have to get surgery. And sometimes it's like, the damage has been done, and like, you Mm -hmm. know, we'll do as much as we can and then you know kind of just like see what happens and sometimes I'll still have to but yeah yeah pain I love how it shows up in our bodies and really like sitting with the pain and accepting it can be such an emotional thing yeah 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 and you feel it in your breath like you ever hit your shin oh yeah <laughs> and you're like <gasps> yeah. you like, up like, your
0: toe stop
1: breathing yeah we stop breathing when we're in physical pain but what about when we are grieving or what about when we're anxious like you know you've got that like high shallow breath and so our bre- our breath holds physical and emotional pain i love breath work. Yes, I know. absolutely. I don't, I don't do it, but I like. I, I mean, don't I do, do it, it, but I love. It. <laughs> I don't facilitate it, but I have people in my space that facilitate breath work because I feel like it's such an important part of like letting emotions come out, breathing through, like allowing things to move.
0: And that's one of the things I love about your space as well. You have the different healers, but you also have a community space where other healers can come in and give their offerings because Mm -hmm. one person's medicine isn't going to be everyone's medicine, but people will see what they're drawn to and they will show up and then meet other people and, you know... Mm
1: That's how the world changes. You know, I love it. I want everybody like, and we've got all these little small businesses that come and do events and like they're raising up their following and they're also like, they just want to give and they want a crowd to give too. And so like some classes will be fully booked and some classes will have nobody, but like I want that space for them. Mm -hmm. I want it for me to like be able to give to the masses, but I want it for everybody just like let's grow let's grow everybody mm-hmm. like this is what i love about san diego it's such a healing hub there's so many people who like on so many different walks of life do different things
0: it is such a healing hub and mm-hmm. i remember when i was in medical school i don't know why but people would try to scare you being like good luck You're getting a job it's competitive <laughs> out there are you going to be able to find patients there's another naturopath down the street there's a chiropractor over there there's going to be competition never has there ever been an issue because there is no shortage of humans that need help and just like i said earlier you get to interview different practitioners and see who you resonate with i'm not going to be someone's medicine but Mm -hmm. you will and that's beautiful and you should be and i should not be Mm -hmm. and it is such a supportive network. We are so lucky to be here. And it's ironic that you used to work in this very building. I love this
1: building. (laughs) Shout out to the inner balance center. They used to have all these little massage spaces here. And I was a massage therapist here before during my last year of acupuncture school. And so it got me through my last year of acupuncture school. It paid for my board exams and like got me through the top of, toughest part of schooling and the, one of the toughest parts of my life. But the space holds my heart and it was a kind of like run down and you have like flipped it upside down and put some like monkeys on the wall. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you just like you know, I walked in here today for the first time in years and the poor place, like they went under during COVID and it was really, really sad, but they opened up a different location and they're thriving and doing good now. And so this is just, it needed newer energy in here and you are like blessing the space. Thank you. You're like two from the beach. There's a farmer's market right now, which everybody's fighting over parking for. And like we won. I know
0: (laughs) it's it's a blessing. And it's, you know, people like you, because that's one of the reasons why I went to see you, because I was so unbelievably overwhelmed with what was going on because the universe just gave me the space. I had no intention of coming here. Actually, I haven't formally talked about this on the podcast yet, but I left my last place of work because I was told that the way that I show up in my body as a woman is offensive. And if anyone knows where I used to work, I'm not going to call them out, but a lot of you know where I used to work and I was heartbroken. And usually in those moments, the universe will give you little breadcrumbs of golden nuggets to see where you're supposed to go. And I just had these humans reflect back at me, who I was as a healer, who I am as a human, how I inspire them and that I need my own space. And I was originally looking for a podcast room and then I was so overwhelmed and this place just found me. And I went to see you. I'm lying on your table talking about how overwhelmed I am, all the things I need to do, all the business stuff, picking your brain, asking questions. And I tell you the location, you're like, no fucking way. I used to work (laughs) there. And it's just so full circle. And now here you are sitting in this building. I love it. Yeah. And months
1: before just a few months before you showed up on my table, I had gone through the same exact thing. (laughs) Because I was renting two rooms in PB, like just a few blocks from here. And it was me and my acupuncturist and one massage therapist and just the three of us like, riding on this cute little, you know, we go see the sunsets after work and we're chilling. But I have been wanting to expand for a while. My dream was as soon as my daughter starts kindergarten, that's when I will have the time and energy and I want five treatment rooms and an event space and it like came to me here's five treatment rooms and the event space was under demolition and I was like Oh shit! Like I don't know if I can do this. And I did, and it took everything out of me. And it like nonstop hours before my alarm until middle of the night. Sometimes I'd be stressed and angry, like, you, and I'd be like, whatever. And I would just go there and put a floor in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking put a floor in there. <laughs> and it's beautiful, and I still love it to this day. It's but you gorgeous. showed up three months after that. Like I had just gone through that, and still, then you have to learn how to be a businesswoman. That yeah. Was, I'm still figuring that one out, but you're you doing know, a great job. We're doing a good job. We are. We're doing a good job. I'm so proud of us. We're doing so good. <laughs> we're
0: doing so good. Just throw. We're like dripping so soaked in here. I'm probably like glistening. But I it's fine. It's so. that Leo glow, you know? It's good. Meow. Uh, meow. 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 It cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love this full circle. I love how you showed up on my table. I love how you got anxious. Me too. I love how, like, even the car accident recently, I don't love that, but I no. love how it was like, drew me to you even more like, like
0: me. Yeah. I know. I need to get on your table this week. I'm, or whenever your next opening is because you're a queen and everyone sees you as yes, they should. Um, but I will get on your table and yeah, I guess let's dive into that just briefly because i've never almost died before oh, okay. i never have except maybe once my my now stepbrother he wasn't my stepbrother at the time he um didn't know that he was almost drowning me in a pool but he almost did when i was younger that was the only time that i saw my whole life flash by but this was very different <laughs> okay and now i have full-blown ptsd i've had ptsd from other things before but now this is a whole new thing and you know, I got in a car accident. I was by myself. My car was totaled. I had two dogs in my car. I was in the middle of Arkansas, fully by myself, completely dissociated, called Eric my producer slash best friend because I had no idea what to do with myself. and I'm still not sure if I'm back in my body, honestly. I'm really mm. trying, but now because I was in Arkansas, I had to drive. so I had to immediately do the thing that Almost killed you. Almost killed me. Mm. And I would be driving and just that spiky feeling that you described earlier. I would feel it come over my body. A car would merge and they'd be a little too close to me. And I would almost fucking faint. I saw Uh, your
1: car. You drove with it like that.
0: Oh, honey bunnies. (laughs) No, the car is now in Arkansas. (laughs) Multiple miracles took place because it was a weekend of a holiday that apparently is a very big deal in Arkansas. Everything was closed. Shit. Everything was closed. Except there was one rental car, and I got the one rental car. Okay, good. And I drove. So no, it was a fully functioning vehicle. Mm. Um, But I've never had that feeling before. I've never felt that disconnected to myself earlier. When you said that your soul your soul shattered, mm-hmm. I felt that, and I felt very lost. I didn't even know if I wanted to be a doctor anymore. I'm like, what matters? Nothing matters. Yeah. Nothing matters. Wow. Um, so I look forward to getting on your table to integrate in some of this now that I'm ready to feel because yeah. I straight up didn't feel for roughly six weeks. But what was your healing journey like and how did acupuncture help you in that process?
1: That's a good question, but I wanna go back to this. Sure. <laughs> Let's talk Bring about about what happens when you're in a traumatic experience like that. Mm-hmm. So you're like you know, glass is shattering around you, like stuff is happening super fast, but it feels slow motion. So you get slow. this, like the after effects, because you're that's the nervous system, like loving so much on you. Keep you alive, and it does. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking phenomenal. Like you can you know, I can lift a car if my kid's under it, I guess. Somebody told me that. Like yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but you <laughs> I'm just imagining this I love you. <laughs> But, I mean, having that that close of an interaction, that brush with death, and then your body just, like, you have to go somewhere else. It's not safe to be there. Mm-mm. Get out of here. And so the the spirit, you know, is what we'll call it in Chinese medicine, or the soul, or the, the, the intellect, everything. Just kind of, like, go somewhere so that, like, sorry, it may, like combust the body may combust right now we may not make it through and so you kind of go with this out of body experience whether it really is out of body or not but the nervous system like doing everything it can to protect you you are just reptilian brain Mm mm-hmm And so after that, the, like the soul, like, is it safe to come back? I don't know. And then you start driving Nope, don't feel safe. Don't Mm -hmm. go back. And so you'll have these like in and out of body experiences or maybe feel dissociated or feel however you were raised Mm -hmm. and your nervous system was raised and like trained to work is how you're going to go through post-traumatic stress. Everybody, (sighs) it's different. And like, I can, I can share with you my story, but it's going to be different than yours. Yeah. Because the way your body holds it or where you are, you may feel like on top of this room, like sometimes you may not even be in here. Um, It's beautiful watching like someone get grounded and reset during a session. And then afterwards be like, I feel like I'm back,
0: you Mm -hmm. know, and
1: it may not last. You may start to like, but now I have to get in my car and drive after feeling fully relaxed, you know, like do everything you can to try to like get grounded and I've seen where you've been going afterwards, I'm like, how is she totally fine? Just like you I'm know. just
0: really good at dissociating. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's another that's another <laughs> trauma response. Is like- Correct? <laughs> You're so so good at this. I'm just so good at it. That's another trauma response, though. Like getting like busy Mm -hmm. and just like filling it with other things that are going to make you feel good and happy. And you're at a festival and you're teaching (laughs) and you're like your family's around and you feel wonderful in those moments. But when you're by yourself or when you're driving or whatever, like like it's still very much alive inside of you. Yeah.
0: And I mean, I did do all the things, but I will say that for... It happened on May 27th, I cried and shook and almost fainted my entire drive to New York. And then I got there and I didn't do anything. I did nothing. And it's ironic because anyone on the East Coast knows that the fires from Canada decimated. The East Coast. I've never seen anything Mm. like that before. So we couldn't even go outside. And something that helps me ground is being in nature. That's half the reason that I go home to New York is Mm. just to be surrounded by the woods and the the animals and the fresh water and the wildflowers and none of that was there. So I just laid down for a couple weeks, honestly, and I cried nonstop for a few days, which was really good. I obviously had to get it out of me, but I will say that all those things that I did after the accident were already planned. I had no choice. I was already locked in to teach at this festival. I was already going to a medical conference. It was all predetermined and planned. And thank fucking God that it was because teaching at that festival reminded me of who I am Mm -hmm. and why I do the work that I do and how much I love speaking and how much I love sharing. So it it was part of anchoring me into my body. I actually Mm -hmm. didn't feel well until I taught. Mm. until I was on that stage says the Leo and I'm like okay okay (laughs) and then going to the medical conference and being surrounded by doctors was also incredible just to remind Mm. me but There are different arms to the nervous system. And it's fun that you brought that up because I think a lot of people think that when they're in trauma, that they'll either fight or flight or, you know, do something else. But there's a third trauma response, which is freeze. And I had no idea that I was a freezer because I'm a fiery, wild animal. And I thought that I would elbow someone in the face. I thought that I would, you know, like run away, punch them, go into action. That's not what my nervous system does.
1: Not in that moment. No. But if you were being attacked, you'd be like a monkey. You're, no, 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 no. I don't know. I don't
0: know if I would, honestly, because I've I've had situations like that happen and I freeze. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Not that I've been attacked. I'm not calling that in. But I, I had a stalker situation where someone tried to break into my house and I didn't jump up. I didn't get a weapon. I didn't get my phone. I didn't call anyone. I sat there, felt the blood leave my body mm-hmm. and I was fully frozen. And... I also, you know, in that moment when that happened to me, I remember being mad at myself the next day, being like, Ashley, you couldn't fucking call someone. You couldn't call the police. You couldn't scream. You couldn't do anything, but I couldn't. And now just having compassion for myself and understanding Mm -hmm. that's how my nervous system is wired. And that's how I survived a lot of really hard situations. And that's okay because Mm -hmm. I'm here and I am safe, but- I think that there is a lot of shame in the way that we respond to trauma, but really it's something that is predetermined and it's, it's a wiring mm-hmm. and there is no shame in any of that. No. It's just how your body helps you. right?
1: give it love, drink yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. You kept me alive in these moments. They're like in nature. You'll see certain things like fully freeze mm-hmm. and the attacker, the predator will like get bored and leave mm-hmm. that's save saved their life. Right? Like yeah. that's meant to be, we are animals. We are meant to react to certain situations in different ways. Maybe you're a possum. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's funny that you say yeah. that because I grew up watching possums do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've never seen one out. Really? To. Yeah, where are there really cute. They're here, right? There well, are some
0: here. There are possums here, but they're kind of like gigantic rats. They look they're like little huge scary. Rats. Um, but I don't know. In the mountains of New York, they're really cute. <laughs> they look really cute. They don't look like rats. They do, but they're like fuzzy. Okay. They just are more like they're cute. like wood wood Aww. creatures of. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. They're like Appalachian babies. Cute. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll call them. Appalachian babies.
1: But there's the there's also fawning, right? Mm-hmm. Charming the predator, mm-hmm. getting it to like <laughs> love you so that it can leave you alone, and then you're just like, ah, but you still have this like tense reaction.
0: But that is an action, right? Like you're yeah. able to act in that moment. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a fun. Yeah, fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. The four apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I know. I love the nervous system.
0: I do too. And I love (laughs) how we both work on the nervous system in different ways. I
1: I do too. I'm going to come here and just like sit on your table. Do you have a
0: table? I do. I have a table in there. I do craniosacral.
1: Mm-hmm. When I was in massage school, I had my very first uh, emotional release during craniosacral. Yes. And we're students and we don't know what we're doing. We're just doing what we're told totally. and like trying to do it the right way. And we're not sure what's going to happen. And I had a full blown panic attack. I <laughs> went to the bathroom, I was like, I'll be right back. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, Sat on the floor. I was like, uh. teacher was like, you good? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> so good. So good. But that was my first experience with an emotional release on a table with body work. And after that, my mind was like, what, 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 what? Synapses everywhere. Just like figure it out. Learn how to do this. How does it clear? What do we do? You know, like, yeah, that was my very first cranial sacral has my heart.
0: Ah, I love that. It has your heart. Mm -hmm. It has my heart. It's been a huge part of my healing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's subtle, right? And similar Mm -hmm. to, I mean, acupuncture, I think it's subtle, but it's also like you're sticking a needle in your body. Um, But it's also, it's not going that deep, right? Like it just it's yeah. just stimulating movement and I think that craniosacral works in a similar way and that it's tapping into the fascia and also the nerves that are engrossed and wrapped in and within that tissue so then you just release it and see what pops up and yeah panic attacks so can happen cool. I've had that happen I've had basically little exorcisms happen I'll I'll do a whole episode on craniosacral and we'll talk about it but oh I love God. that we receive each other's medicine I know me
1: too it's special I want to support everybody around me and I want them to support me and I want us to all like support each other and build each other up. And like, we're doing the work. We're like helping people. This is not just like, hi, give me your money. I have a business. This is like, I would do this whether I was making money or not. You know, yeah. you would too. You love cranios. Oh my God, I'm going to come
0: and get cranios. <gasps> I can't wait. <laughs> and you, I just want to reflect back at you, sis. Like, you are doing that. What you have created with your healing center is profound. But I've heard, I couldn't even believe that it was so new when i first Ooh. met you just because of the wave that you've created the amount of people that told me about it. Mm-hmm. So you are showing up for the community in a way that it's really needed and craved for such a long time. And it wouldn't have happened unless you followed that pull and followed that dream in your heart and had those late nights and early mornings. So thank you.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I mean, I started my business in 2019 I just expanded in December mm-hmm. 22. And so yeah. it's been going for a few years, but then like the big picture of like yeah. what my whole adult life dream was just came into fruition. Like mm. now, still yeah it's not there yet
0: it's happening <laughs> yeah. it's in the process yeah and just you know a little whisper for the listeners you have to follow those pulses the things mm-hmm. that you would do that if you weren't paid for that's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. and it's why you are here and if you ignore that you're just gonna you know hold that beautiful energy inside of an organ that's gonna have to be released in acupuncture so
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good that was cute <laughs> thank you thank you so much drop it like it's dark.
0: Yeah, baby. <laughs> So, sis, this has been such a beautiful conversation. I love you more than I've ever loved you. (laughs) And I would love to just finish off this beautiful conversation with you sharing anything that you want from your heart, whether that is a love bomb, a truth bomb, a knowledge bomb, anything Mm. that you want to drop. The stage is yours.
1: Mm, Thank you Mm -hmm. I love you I think you're so amazing I love that you're giving me This opportunity Because like This has been A pretty tough year For me I've been like pretty low, pretty high. And then just like doing everything that I'm doing to build the practice that I've always dreamt of came with like the pros and the cons. And when you're dreamy, I'd like, Ooh, someday I'm going to have an event space and I'm going to have five treatment rooms. And you think all these wonderful things like this has been my dream. But when you're in it and it's all like micro, like right in front of you, like one foot in front of the other, like put all of my money into it. Couldn't get a business loan, did everything I could. Like I'm like every month wondering, am I going to pay my rent? Rent is crazy insane here. Mm -hmm. And like, how do I book my people that work for me that all like believe in what i'm doing and they're also excited to be on the team and they're all so incredibly talented and so for me like right now i just love that every time i call in something i'll say it out loud like man i need to learn how to do more marketing and then you're like hey, come on my podcast. Like, this is a way of marketing. And it's really just sitting with a badass chick, talking about (laughs) what we would love to talk about, learning some things from each other, sharing it with people. And that's like, that's marketing. That's really all it is. There's no class that I have to take. Mm -mm. There's no billions of dollars I have to spend on something to get somebody to do things. Maybe I do have to spend more money on it, but... You're good now, <laughs> but every time I call in, like I need to learn marketing. Then I get opportunities like this, or like other things in ways that show up for me, or like how do I grow, like better bigger how do I do this how do I give my massage therapist the opportunity to like show their amazing gifts to the world my esthetician is insane she like Mm. massages your face and inside your mouth and Mm. she gets like she just has so much knowledge that I've never even knew that like a facial was so like detailed and she like the stuff that she knows it's like a full microsystem on the face Mm -hmm. like that you can like affect the entire body I just think that everybody who works with me is so incredibly talented. And it's really just getting the word out. I have grown naturally and organically in my business and it was never, it was hard. It was, it was only hard because it was like a lot of work, but I never grew this big this fast. And the only thing that does scare me, I know where it's going, I know it's gonna be amazing, but the only thing that scares me is money sometimes. And mm. it sucks that I have to worry about that. If I didn't have to worry about money, I would just continue putting all my money into it and it would just grow magically and I would just know that it would be fine. So just going to love bomb my team and everybody who works for me and with me is literally so talented and amazing. And I'm so particular. A lot of people have sent me resumes throughout the past few months. And I'm just like, I'm very, very picky who is in there and in my space. And it just feels good. And like everybody who comes in and does like throws an event and tries to like help their own business in my space. Like, oh, my heart is so happy that they're there. And just the entire community that came together when I asked for help in the beginning was like, I need to, I need to paint, I need to put in floors, I need to put in lights, I need need to do so much right now. And like people every single day coming in and like donating their time, like Mm -hmm. I have an octopus mural in my bathroom donated by like a very talented artist and like people just wanted to give because I give and I am crazy insanely grateful like I it makes me cry sometimes because I don't know if I show the gratitude that everybody around me deserves because I would just have to be like giving people thank yous all day every day and it feels it feels good I feel like I'm in such a beautiful space I feel hopeful excited like three months ago I was less hopeful or I was burnt I was like I had to cut back on work a little bit and connect to nature more and connect with my kids more myself more and so like coming into like the fire sign seasons and like there's more sun and it's summer i think it was like on socials where i was like it's summer it felt so good (laughs) it just feels like i mean and if you don't even live in san diego like for people to just seek out a deeper form of healing like try acupuncture it may just change your life it may, it may not do much for you. I know people who tell me, like, oh, I've tried it, it didn't do much. I'm like, mm, get on my table, let me it's try. Not- it's different. Try somebody else, you know? Oh, so thank you for doing what you do so that you can continue to, like, keep bringing knowledge to all your listeners and then, like, expand the community and raise each other up. It's what we're all doing. It's what we're here for thank you
0: you are so welcome and it is an honor to interview you and to have mm-hmm. you share your heart and even though I don't work with you in your practice I can speak for everyone that does work with you that they do feel how grateful you are mm-hmm. because even in walking in your space the way that you talk to everyone in there the, you they are your family they feel that and that is why your space is also so special so you're already doing it
1: thank you you're
0: welcome <laughs> so how can my humans find you
1: uh Nalu Healing Arts on Instagram. And my website is naluhealingarts.com. It's all very easy. N-A-L-U. Mm. Nalu means wave in Hawaiian. I grew up in Hawaii. And the wave being the healing, it's just just fun little fact of like like healing of the flow, things that move that way. So mm. Nalu. Nalu Healing Arts. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're in San Diego, just do yourself a favor and go receive anything from that space. Just being in the space is healing. The octopus mural is amazing. She also has infrared sauna. She's got it all in there. Just go, go to an event, go stare at how gorgeous she is. It's, it's fine. Um, but truly, thank you so much for just what you do to me, how you support me, but also for being here and sharing your heart with my listeners. I am so grateful for you and I love you.
1: I love you. Mm. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Mm -hmm.
1: Thanks for tuning in, Cutie Pies.